ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. We have a trade to announce. Tails. Let's go. How about this <laughs> trade that just went down? Wow. Um, okay, so the, the rumor is true. Okay, uh, we just traded you. Okay, we traded you to the Indianapolis Colts. All right. So, um, you okay? No, I want to call my grandmother. You can call your grandmother. Okay, this hasn't this hasn't hit the papers or anything like that. Okay, well, what would this do? Why don't we do a little business first? Okay, before you call grandma. Okay. Welcome back in, everybody, to another edition of the 4D Chess Dynasty Trade Show coming at you. We're recording this on Friday during the day. Such a weird time for you and I to be doing it, Adam, but we appreciate you guys tapping in. This will come out on Monday like always, just like the same, but it's just weird to be recording during the daytime. But we don't stop drinking. We, we same. <laughs> Different, but same. Different, but same. Thanks for tapping in again. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you leave some comments. If you're listening on podcast, rate and review, we really appreciate it. it helps us out so much. Adam, stop pussyfooting around. Let's get, Let's get right into, into it. it. Yeah. Boom. Let's get some trades up here. Wow. We got a double deuce. We got the first double. The first double. So, talk to me, Mike. What am I looking at here? For the listeners, let's just dive into the first one here. This is a two-part trade that actually just got made less than an hour ago. So this is a 14-team Superflex Start 9 League. Keep that in mind. The first deal, this is my trade. I received Russell Wilson, and in return, I sent away Tua Tungavailoa, the 110 in 2022, and the 106. It's The draft still hasn't happened yet. It's not going to be for another month. This is one of the weird leagues that likes to draft in fucking August or whatever, rookie draft, but <laughs> whatever the case is. The Russ... And in return, I got two of the 110 and the 22106. What are you feeling about that first one, Adam? So I would say this, Mike. If this was not 14 teams, I would take the two of 106, 110 all day. I think, you know, if you're if you're tuning into this, whether it's, you know, on the, the 40 Dynasty uh, Trade Show podcast or it's on YouTube, and you don't play in 14-team leagues, this is going to look foreign to you. You're going to say, why are we paying this much for Russell Wilson? But if you play in any 14-team leagues, you're going to understand that the premium on quarterback is just so ridiculous. Normally, we would try to tear down Russell Wilson and get the other side, but in 14 teams, especially because this is a start nine lineup league, um, the, the elite studs, they just offer a different ceiling because of how scarce the position is. Yeah, that's a huge part for me. I have plenty of studs, or I have plenty of depth. I need more studs. I need more more punching power at the top. And two super flex spots make up part of the start nine, right? Two quarterback yeah. spots. So that's, I need my key, I need my QBs to be on point. I like Tua. You and I both like Tua for this year. I don't think many people are going to project him as a QB one this year. I think no. I can pretty much safely project Russ with healthy with those weapons with that offense as a QB one. So. Yeah, give me the rough side. Pretty, pretty good for and, me in this one. But yeah, like you said, it is foreign to me. It feels antithetical to everything I like to do. I love to tear down and accumulate as many assets as possible. But in start nine and fourteen team, I really need them stud quarterbacks. And, and I think there's a couple things to think about here. Sometimes you're gonna, if you tune into this week in and week out, you may think like we're going back and forth. A lot of times the settings change everything for us when we think about four D sides, and then. Talking 4D, these moves were made in unison 
interestingly enough, the deal we're about to discuss right now was the first offer. Yes. And Mike and I both discussed that the value for this side for you makes sense, but only if you can get back a elite quarterback tier type guy, which he just got in Russell Wilson. So as you're hearing this, think about these deals in two as a package and what they mean kind of for Dean them together here. Yeah. All right. So the second deal I received DK Metcalf, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and a 23 second in return. I sent away Cole Komet, Jalen Hurts, Javante Williams, and the 22 206. Same league. These trades were accepted within seconds of each other, right? Because this deal is the one I got last night. Talked to Adam a little bit about, kind of formulated my process of what I wanted to do. And we both kind of agreed the smart play would be get another upgrade at quarterback. While I like Mac Jones, but having Mac Jones to uh, like having these guys just as my QB2 isn't really doing much for me other than the depth thing. Let me go get a stud. So that's why we made the Russell Wilson deal. So in this one, I get DK, Matt Jones, Najee Harris, the 23 second. And in return, I'm sending away Jalen Hurts, one of the stud quarterbacks that I wanted, Cole Komet, Javante Williams in the 206. What are you thinking about this one, Adam? So the, the, let me kind of walk through the way I break this down and why I think these two deals had to happen together or at least know that you can get the first deal done before you make this deal. So in 14 team especially, I want you to think about this if you're listening and watching. The positional scarcity is forced to be a significant greater issue, right? Because of 14 teams, now you're talking in Superflex, 28 starters if everyone just has two. And you know there's going to be teams that have three, or in Mike's case, four, which really sway the values, right? So when you break this deal down, Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones is a significant fall off in the points per game department. Now, you may say, okay, in Dynasty, I don't have them ranked that different, right? Maybe it's a couple spots back from Jalen Hurts to get to Mac Jones. Probably true. But if you're on a contender, you do have to think about points per game. Now, when I go down to the running back portion of this, Mike, Najee Harris and Javante, I slightly lean Najee, but it's not a significant margin. I think Najee is probably going to outscore Javante if he's, if they both remain healthy. But Javante Williams is like RB4, Najee is RB3 for me in Dynasty, right? The other big thing about this deal, and obviously where you really went out, would be the DK Metcalf over Coca Met by I mean, lands and bounds, leaps and bounds, right? I mean, that is significantly different. Uh, the 23 second, I'd take over the 206. In this deal, it's kind of negligible, though, right? So when you get down to the meat of it, Jalen Hurts, way over Mac Jones, like contender. Najee, Javante Williams, not that different, but DK, way over Cole Komet. Value side is on the McNutted receiving side here, right? Like value, I would take DK, Mac Jones, Najee Harris in the 23 second. The problem is, like Mike said, based on his team, Mac Jones and Tua Tonga-Vailoa starting week in and week out, even if you put fields in sometimes, may not give you points per game advantage over the rest of your field. So now if you can hit this deal and then take Tua and a couple receivers, especially the 110, throw it at Russell Wilson, now this whole deal makes a lot more sense for his lineup. Yeah, I feel much better here. I I, I don't really like giving up the, the Jalen Hurts thing on teams where I'm like trying to make a push, but this is a – this is probably the coming out of a rebuild for two years. This is, this is going to be the first like real, real year where I'm like, Hey, we're going to push for a playoff spot. We're going to push to contend. And I have a shit ton of picks still the one Oh six, the one ten. you obviously seen dealt away, but I still have the, 
114. I still have the 102 and the 103. So we're still going to add some more people to this this roster. But from a starting lineup perspective, like you're talking about, Adam, I would take Najee Harris over Javante for just pure points. Jalen Hurts is going to outscore Mac Jones. I don't think that's that's to be said. But for the long-term play, maybe Mac Jones ends up being the better value long-term. I don't know. I I could be very wrong on it, and Jalen Hurts gets a contract extension next month, and it looks silly, and why do we ever worry about Jalen Hurts? But the big selling point was getting DK Metcalf while people are dunking on him and going up from a Cole Komet. Like, yeah. I like Cole Komet, but he was my tight end four in a – you know, it's a 0.25 tight end premium, so it's not even that heavy, right? I don't – Cole Komet's probably never making my fucking starting lineup ever, ever, Adam. Not not with Hawkinson and Goddard and Dalton Schultz. Like, he's tight end four. He's never making my starting roster. Why am I holding him on it? And if it means that I get to go up from him to a guy like DK Metcalf, who I'll just slot right in as a wide receiver two or wide receiver three, I'm happy with that. So – Kind of a complex deal, but one that I think you you nailed it on the head. Like, one deal doesn't happen without the other. Like, if I can't go get or I can't obtain a quarterback that I feel solid about being a stud in a start 9-14 team league, I'm not making the deal for the Jalen Hurts, the Mac Jones swap. Like, I will go try to get another receiver like DK Metcalf at, at cost. But I'm not going to make that deal. I'm not going to go from Jalen Hurts down to Mac Jones. I just there's no point in it. So mm-hmm. interesting one. But hey, appreciate the help on it. I appreciate the Discord community who helped me out on that one too. Got a yeah. lot of feedback on it. But we talked a lot with the shitheads on this one. Hell yeah! All right. So not Ooh. my deal. Now we'll move on to somebody else. We have Marquise Brown and a 23 first being acquired for DeAndre Swift. Adam, you know how much we love DeAndre Swift on this show. How much we love DeAndre Swift. Are you sending him away for Hollywood Brown in the first? No. Um, no. Here's the thing. We, we, we have Marquise Hollywood Brown as a sell candidate based on what his ADP is right now, correct? I think in best ball, you know, Hollywood Brown's not significantly different to me than some of the guys in the range that he's going on best ball. But at the same time, I prefer a lot of those other ones in his tier. Um, that being said, he's probably a late first, fair, fairly valued. I mean, I don't understand this one, Mike, um, because see, this is where sometimes I think the 23 first hype can be real, where you can play this type of stuff into it. If you're rebuilding and you want to move swift, unless that first is guaranteed top two, three pick, like this isn't even that close for me. Um, and even then, I, I don't know. I, I need at least two first and probably two first in a second to even think about Swift moving on from him. I, this just doesn't cut it for me. I don't understand where it was coming from either. Um, I see the first is still tied to the team who's getting Swift. Right. So I don't think you, you're not making that move if you think you're the uh, the 101, right? You're tanking. If you're locked into a top four pick, I just I don't see you moving that pick that easily. I, I guess I guess if you're only giving up Hollywood Brown, though, I mean, why not just get Swift now? But it, I, I'm with you. That's not likely. It's it's still antithetical to, like, what you're trying to do, right? You want to play the market value on the 23-101. Right, correct. You're not going to go out and acquire DeAndre Swift. Now, correct. man, I, I know we kind of talked about it before. We, we've seen, like, Debbie trades where people trade Bijan Robinson for DeAndre Swift straight up. 
That, that's a horrible move, in my opinion. It's something I'd never do. I can understand from like a market perspective, maybe if you wanted to do it. This one just it shocks the hell out of me because I'm going to assume this pick is mid to late. You're trading a couple late first in value for DeAndre Swift. Like if that's all he costs, holy! Like I don't care how high you and I are on him. Even the market, the the community would say he's worth more than a third round startup pick, right, Adam? Yeah, pretty and, easily. Yeah, I think this is why. We talk about this right now. 23 firsts are being valued so highly. And if you're telling me you're locking this in as a top six pick, fine, I can understand why it's being valued so highly. But ambiguous 23 first picks that don't have a number attached to them, on a contending side, it's, it, the play is to move them in because the ambiguous 23 first is really being valued like it's a fourth-round startup pick. And that is just... It's crazy to think that this pick could say 111, 112. And Mike, fast forward a year from now, you got Marquise Brown and 112 and 23 for DeAndre Swift. You're going to be killing yourself. No, thanks. But I'm sure there'll be somebody in our comments, probably in our Discord, would be like, it's just because you guys hate Hollywood Brown. I, I hope, I hope, I hope they're, I hope you're out there. Um, we, we love people that, you know, clown us. And listen, it, it's good to have different opinions. I just, I don't see any type of win for you here. But guys, and I sorry. do. I do hate Hollywood, bro. I'll say it. (laughs) I'll be a man. All right. (laughs) Let's go on to the next one. We got Deshaun Watson in the 22-105 being acquired for Tom Brady and Allen Robinson. Now, Adam, I know the whole Deshaun Watson thing. His value is crumbling. It is tanking. You, on the last episode, are out here acquiring Najee Harris straight up for your Deshaun Watson. Not to be expected, but... Holy hell, Adam, are you thinking like I am? This seems cheap for Deshaun Watson, no matter where his value is starting to leak to. So, so th- th- this, though, Mike, is why I think moving off of Watson for Najee was just such a win, because I think as time passes, you're going to see, maybe not quite to this degree, but more deals where it's looking like this, where someone that has Watson was playing for him panics. Yes. You know, and... That is already reflective in his ADP. Mike, when we looked at this, we did the show last week. Uh, Watson's ADP based on the last two weeks and Adiko FF's ADP was still back in first. He has now fallen all the way to 211. I mean, I, I expect this to be a free fall. I don't know exactly where it stops, but I expect him to fall third, fourth third? round. Yeah, somewhere in there seems logical to me. It may go farther. I don't know. Because I've seen I've seen people out there who are like, I cut Deshaun Watson in my dynasty league. You know, that kind of yeah white knight approach where it's like, oh but yet they still roster Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill and which is hilarious to me. But anyways, besides but, the point, but, but, but I but, I could see maybe I, I, he's not falling out of the top six rounds in ADP. Well, well, here, here's the thing. Probably not, right? But I would say out of the fourth could happen because, especially right now it's June. We got to remember that's true. Thoughts change, right? And, and as August is August is approaching, and when August happens and you're doing startups, people that are thinking they're going to form a contender are not going to want to press the button on him in the fourth and the fifth. You know, okay. so yeah. yep. Um, sure. I'm not saying that he's going to fall crazy far, but I'm just saying like I don't know where the free fall stops. My point being here, when I break this down, this deal down, is even with all that said, Brady is what? I mean, he's a six-round startup pick, late six-round yeah. startup pick. Like, I don't think Watson falls past him. Um, no. Maybe, maybe, but doubtful for me. And then Robinson on the contending side is 
going to score you more points, then probably Traylon Burks is going to score you or Garrett Wilson's going to score you here, right? But, man, your, your team better be so damn good, Mike. And you better be so sure that, like, this just secures your title because you, you, you've, you've lost so much value um, in the dynasty side going to Tom Brady and Allen Robinson. Yeah, you've, you've pissed away all the value. <laughs> Right, you've taken, you've taken two young pieces who have a possibility of going up. Right, we know the one hundred and five as a a very logical, reasonable possibility of ascending in value at some point. Right, it's a rookie. Correct, correct. It's a rookie, and and it's one of the the good rookie picks in this draft in in the superflex draft. It's one of the good ones. Right, it falls within that tier where you're like, these are guys I like. You've also taken a guy like Deshaun Watson, no matter your feelings, like the minute Deshaun Watson gets cleared and back on the field and he's playing again, he's going up in value, Adam. It's, it's going to happen. Shit, he wasn't even cleared, and we saw the value ascension when it was when it was reported that he wasn't getting charged with a crime, right, where they declined to to uh, indict him in the grand jury. Right? His value rose. That's He went from a third rounder up to a late first area. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of taken a hit again and gone back down. If Deshaun Watson sits out a year, gets suspended a year, and comes back in 2023, his value is going to come up from wherever the fuck it is. It's just how it is. It's well, going to happen. He definitely is going to come up once he starts playing. I, I guess for me, the only devil's advocate I'll play, not not the, the – I don't care where he comes up. The winner of this deal and value on the dynasty side is the Deshaun Watson 105. Like, that's yeah. unbeatable. Yep. Um, the devil's advocate part I want to play here is this, right? A year removed from football, people think he's going to play minimum type suspension. He creeps into that, you know, early second, late first, if someone really wants to go get him. I think what we have to think about realistically, though, is if his lifespan as a quarterback is probably longer, and he still projects he could be elite. But mm-hmm. if he now doesn't play football for two seasons, and it's that far removed when we thought about him being elite, and then let's say in 2023 he, he misses several games that year. Where does his ADP actually settle? Like, I don't know that his ADP is going to settle in before he steps on the field anymore in that early second, right? Um, yeah. I, I could see him being like a third round pick when he's about to play and that not being the hot take, it, it, especially some of these young quarterbacks we accept, we expect to take a step forward and some of the 23 picks come in, right, next year. So, all that being said, it, it's a still, still a win for the uh, Watson side. I, I understand that, you know, you kind of hinted on it. Like, if you're a win now or a championship, can, like, I'm a little bit more open to the Brady Robinson side, but it's fucking June 17th when I'm looking at this deal, Adam. Like, you've got months to make this kind of deal. Correct. And I think it's it's open to you many times over, many times over. Correct. Maybe not for Tom Brady and Allen Robinson, but similar players. Like, I think there's similar deals out there to get done. Like, if this was – uh. Kirk Cousins and Mike Evans, right? And this deal's getting done in August, the end of August. Okay, I understand. You're sending away Traylon Burks and Deshaun Watson for Kirk Cousins and Mike Evans because you're trying to make a championship push. Those are the kind of deals where I'm like, timing-wise, it doesn't make sense to do this kind of thing now because this is going to be open for multiple different avenues of approach later on if that's your end goal. Like, I need points this year. Cool. Wait till August. Wait till September, and you'll be able to find similar deals like this. Yep. All yeah, right. I'm fully with it. Okay. Next one we got. 
Big boy deals. We got Trey Lance, a 23 first, a 24 second, and another 23 first being acquired for Josh Allen. And as a guy who just tried to acquire Josh Allen, I know sometimes that's ridiculously hard to do. But what do you think about this teardown? Trey Lance to Josh Allen for, let's say, two 23 firsts, because I'm not going to really concern myself with the, the third round pick. Yeah, first thing I was going to do, let's, let's let's cross out the noise. 24 third, like just, come on. This is high. This is big boy shit type players here and picks. Forget that 24 third. So really, it's Trey Lance and two 23 first, Mike, for Josh Allen. I, I really don't care. Lineup, best ball, format. Like, I'm doing this every single fucking time. Give me Trey Lance and the two first. Even though I see one is the Ruby Road Bandit who's getting Josh Allen, and maybe he's stu- he star-studded. Maybe he's locked into being a pick eight, nine, or later. I, I don't know what Sanka Co- Coffee's pick is, but I'm taking this, man. I'm taking this. Just two, 223 first, especially, plus Lance, I'm taking that one. If I if I told you Trey Lance for a 23 first for your Josh Allen, how often are you taking that deal? There's a very good chance I take that unless it's a like we just talked about with your first one, unless it's guaranteed like start nine and I'm loaded and don't necessarily need the depth. That's the only scenario I'm not taking. Just that, right? I, I mean, maybe I'll ask more because I could try to get more, but I'd rather have Trey Lance in the 23 first. I think Trey Lance really makes the deal because he's a guy you can see with that rushing ability in that offense with those weapons. Like if Trey Lance comes out and scores 20 plus points per game at the quarterback position, no one's going to be shocked. No, no one's going to be shocked. Now he may be four or five points per game off the pace of Josh Allen. I'll I'll give you that. That that's probably likely to happen because Josh Allen is so damn good, but Mm -hmm. Trey Lance makes it. This isn't like trading for Mac Jones, Adam. If this is Mac Jones in two firsts, what do you feel? We're having a conversation. I, I'm I'm probably going to take that side in best ball or big time big size lineups, but it's a conversation there. Like yeah. he, he, here's the thing: I think if you're going to get pushback on this deal, I'm not going to. But if you're going to, you're saying Josh Allen is guaranteed to be a stud and a top, and he's the number one pick. And Trey Lance, although he offers the rushing floor, like there might be people that feel like he's not a safe asset because of what if he sucks in real NFL football? Um, yeah. Then it's a different discussion. But even still, Mike, for me, I don't care. The way I value stuff and the way I dynasty, Like even if you really hate Trey Lance, you can move him and get something safe at quarterback still. Yeah, I, I love this for Papa Shane. I know I was there present when he was asking about it in the Discord chat, and I'm glad he posted in there. That's what the Discord's for, right? That's what right. Destination Devier, that's what South Harmon, the shit show, that's what they're for is to come in and ask these kind of deals. and We'll help you work through them. Right? And you may not believe Adam and I's opinion, but at least you'll get the opportunity to see a bunch of other opinions as well. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trey Lance in two first. Sign me the fuck up. I'll take that every day. So I really love this deal for Papa Shane. I can see the devil's advocate side for the Josh Allen, like you talked about, league settings, that kind of thing, where it's like small starters, 14 teams, maybe whatever. Maybe I want some Josh Allen because he is so goddamn good. He's such a stud. But, right. Yeah. I'm with you. Like Trey Lance in a first, me the way I like to. If I just take a hypothetical league, we're having a conversation, right? Trey yeah. Lance in two first, sign me up. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm hitting the button. I'm happy yep. About it. 
Yep. All right. So big boy quarterbacks on the move here. We got Trevor Lawrence and a 23 first being acquired for Lamar Jackson. Adams. Wow. We're so gonna... now we, we're going to drop down from Josh Allen just a little bit. We're going to drop down a tier or two to Lamar Jackson. And we're going to stay right in that Trey Lance tier with Trevor Lawrence. But instead of two firsts, we're just going to add one. So how are you feeling about this one? Trevor Lawrence in the first or Lamar Jackson? I mean, this is interesting piggybacking off that last deal, the timing of going to this one. Because here, here's the truth for me. All right. Now, I know a lot of people actually kind of disagree with this. Um, there's a lot of noise around Trevor Lawrence. To me, Trey Lance is the top of the tier, but. Trevor Lawrence is in the tier with Trey Lance, right? I don't believe that Lamar Jackson is in the tier with Josh Allen, Mike. That's not the way I view it currently, right? If you're in a, po- a heavy points per carry or something and you're a contender and you want to say that, fine. Outside of that single scenario, it's not the case for me at all. So if we just said, Mike, last deal, we're willing to probably in a lot of formats take the 23 first and go down to Trey Lance. What, what are we talking about here? Now, Listen, if you're Vegas uh, Sinatra, you're really unsure about Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah, you make this deal. But I'm telling you, I would never do this unless it's like a heavy points per carry, four point per passing touchdown format. There's no way I'm taking Trevor Lawrence in that first every time. Again, like lineup size would play so much into it. Like if it's a lineup league, how big the starting rosters are. Even then, man, I think. Starting on, Mike, I would still do the Trevor Lawrence thing. I still believe in him. That's partly me, though. Yeah. Again, this isn't like I'm going down to Mac Jones. This isn't like I'm going down to a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr or even a Tua, Zach Wilson, you know, that kind of tier. Right. This is Trevor Lawrence, and this is a guy I'm still fully in on, as you you are, too. No matter how much Jay Rich wants (laughs) wants to bash us and bash Trevor Lawrence, I still like Trevor Lawrence, Jay. I still love him. You know what? And Jay, before I come at you, because I don't want to do that, but I will. Um, I'm going to tell you an interesting part about this deal I just saw and just thought about. If you're in a rebuild, Mike, because here's the crazy part. He got his 23 first back. Mm, Yes. Yes. It's not attached with a name. It's his own. So if you're telling me like you need to go rebuild and you can get your 23 first back, which now you can make a top four pick and you go to Trevor Lawrence and you get rid of Lamar sign me the fuck up. Yeah. Cause sometimes it's so hard to get back your own first, right? Yeah. You know, the thing is when you uh, have a failed contender, Oh, nothing is worse. Nothing is worse, man. than Mike sitting there dangling your 23 first at you every day in league chat he goes on the trade block every day. It's like, come on, man. I know what you're all right, yeah, give me the – you mentioned that. I really like the Trevor Lawrence in the 23 first side because I can kind of just infer that he's getting his own pick back and he's going from a guy who's going to score him a shit ton of points and a little bit on the older older than what he's getting backside. Mm-hmm. I like that. It, it's not a huge down tier for me. So, yeah, give me my 23 first back. <laughs> right, exactly. Well done. All right, we got a MFL trade. Let's get oh my gosh. You know what? Players picks MFL. Let's get down in the muck, man. Let's let's get down in the shit. We got an MFL trade. We got Brandon Cooks and Jacoby Myers being acquired for a 23 second, a 23 third, and a 23 fourth. So not the big flashy sexy deals, but we like to feature a little bit of everything on here so we can give you our thoughts on it. Adam, who you got? The 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 two, the three, the four, 
or do you want Brandon Cooks and Jacoby Myers? And I assume if you're acquiring Brandon Cooks and Jacoby Myers, you're doing it as a competitive team, not as a rebuilder. So. Yeah, so so here's the thing. Um, I don't do a lot of MFL, but I guess since we've been doing this gigantic auction, I'm, I've seen enough of it lately to understand that the way this is worded and I'm seeing it, those are all his picks, right? So if you're going to get Brandon Cooks and Jacoby Myers – you're not doing that if you're freaking a dumpster rebuild. Like we yeah. all know that. So, assuming this is a contending team, twenty-three second, I want Brandon Cooks. We already did this a couple weeks ago, Mike, with Jacoby Myers, and we yes. talked about we would send the two hundred nine. Granted, that's in twenty twenty-two. Shittier class, yes. For Jacoby Myers, but even in a better class, if you're telling me I have to send a late third or even a mid to late third and a, a mid to late fourth for Jacoby Myers. If that still lands me the Brandon Cooks for a second, I would do that again. So for me, um, the side that I would prefer is that Brandon Cooks, Jacoby Myers. I think it's going to Smithers here. So, boo-boo, I'm sorry, but you ain't my boo. All right, on the other side, would you accept that on a rebuild? If you were rebuilding, would you send away Brandon Cooks and Jacoby Myers for a two, a three, and a four? What you can probably reasonably assume are going to be on the later side? Honestly, man, I, I would prefer to try first to sell them individually. Um, I'm not going to say I wouldn't take this deal if that's all I could get, but I would rather sell Brandon Cooks aside because, like, I, I don't know that I would take unless I, especially in June, like, I don't know that I would take a third and a fourth for Jacoby Myers right now. I, I yeah. just, it doesn't feel right. I've sold off Brandon Cooks before for just a second. Right. I could get behind that point. Yes part of a bigger deal like i guess i kind of understand it but to your point like jacoby myers for just a third and a fourth i don't know maybe it's just because i like jacoby myers it's hard not to like jacoby myers because there's nothing else there unless you're fucking Fonte parker stand but i i think you could get more like when he comes out and he has like a six catch for 90 yards 95 yards and a touchdown kind of game and that's not crazy to think that's gonna happen if you told me I, t- I had to take this deal in October, Mike, I can totally understand if he hadn't really been balling or if, like, it's all you get. But yeah. in June, I just – I don't need to make this move quite yet, I don't think. I feel that. Yeah, I definitely would rather have the Brandon Cooks, Jacoby Myers side right now. Good move by Smithers. All right. Next one we got Derek Carr and Antonio Gibson being acquired for a 23 first, a 23 second, a 24 first, and a 24 seconds. So nice symmetrical deal here. I like we that. got we, we got we got Gibson and Carr being acquired for a first and a second apiece. <laughs> I like this. Fire this one away. I'll say this, man. Um, this is interesting, right? So obviously, if you're getting Derek Carr and Antonio Gibson, you want to compete. You're moving all these picks are Ty declares, our boy Ty, right? So these are all your picks. You're pushing for the contender. And you're assuming these are mid to probably late. Here's the thing. Interestingly, right? Derek Carr is going in that fourth range, which really there's a lot of people that would let you get a startup fourth round pick for a 23 first round, which is insane to me. Yeah, I, I don't think that's correctly valued. But if you told me that I have to trade, I need a quarterback on a contender, and I got to trade my late 23 first and late 23 second for Derek Carr, I would do that. I know that probably feels a little bit gross, but I'm doing that. It, it, that offense is going to be better. They get Devontae Adams. 
They've seemed to given him a little more of the nod towards commitment, better offense, more points. I'll take Derek Carr for that price. And you know what, Mike? If we're pushing about the 2024, I'll be Jon Snow. I'll take Antonio Gibson for the first and the second out in 2024. Comments, you know, people listening, if you're cringing, I'm sorry. I'm right here. I'm going to fight you to the death. Give me Gibson for those picks that are two years removed. I still believe in the talent. So I'll say this, Mike. I can understand the deal for both sides. I think this was a appropriate deal that they worked out, but I would rather have Ty the clear side. Uh, you hit it off there, too. Like, these are all Ty's picks. So we can reasonably assume that they're probably going to be on the later side. You don't really kind of make these moves unless you're trying to push in, at least not acquiring like a Derek Carr or the other the other indicator to the hint is acquiring a running back. Correct. Correct. You're not making these moves unless you think you can contend. So if we assume these picks are going to be mid to late, yep. more on the later side, I'm telling you right now, as much as people want to hate Antonio Gibson, if you offer me Antonio Gibson for a 23 late first and a 23 late second, I will smash that 10 times out of 10 and not not question you. Like on my contenders, if I have those picks, you want to send me that, I will take it. This isn't this isn't me posturing, but we talked about on our podcast with Nick about how he's being valued in the David Montgomery range. And right, we're talking about David Montgomery as a guy who's like, is he worth like a late first and a late second? Yeah, probably. Okay, well, if they're the same, I'm definitely doing it for Antonio Gibson because I like Antonio Gibson a hell of a lot more than I like David Montgomery. Correct. The Derek Carr thing, on the other hand, if I look at this as Derek Carr for a 24 first and second, if I need a quarterback, man, that's a huge smash. Like, I will push that out two years, and I will go get Derek Carr now. And like you had mentioned, he's creeping his way up the the value pyramid right he, he's going into that fourth round right he's mike, moving mike, up super flex range. mike i'm looking at the adp right now and I, I want you this is why i think ty declares move is definitely the side i prefer a year ago you probably feel pretty crusty about sending a first and a second for Derek carr i'll be honest yeah. right yep Here, here's the crazy part though based on the market value mike i want you to think about this dynasty degenerates shitheads you know everyone tuning in 311 is the last quarterback off the board before Derek Carr in startups right now, and that's Justin Fields. Mm, crazy, right? I want you to think about that. Derek Carr is coming off at 406, and the quarterback right in front of him in startups is Justin Fields. Like, right or wrong, he has significantly risen up the ranks in uh, the value game. So, man, on the contending side, like, if you need a quarterback and you're not sending anything but picks back, you, you may have to spend a first and a second for way worse than Derek Carr right now. Yeah, sign me up for the tidy clear side. Bravo. I like that side. I like the construction of the deal. It makes sense. Full send. All yeah. right. Speaking of Justin Fields. Speaking of the man, yeah. And Mello Nello, our boy Mello. Mello. On the trade show. We got him on here, hopefully for a better reason. We got Mello Nello acquiring Justin Fields in return. He sent away Deshaun Watson, Brevin Jordan, and a 23 third-round pick. Which side do you like here? Do you like the Watson, Brevin, Jordan in the third side, or would you rather be on Mellow's side with the Justin Fields? I'll be honest. This one to me is Fields. Um, pretty simply. I, I don't even care if you're rebuilding here, Mike. Like, I, I guess if you're rebuilding, you're saying at some point I know for sure that Watson is going to be a good quarterback because we've seen it. I just don't know how long it's going to be. 
Where with Justin Fields, like we we love his youth, we love his upside, but we haven't seen him be great. That being said, I don't really care what your build is. I I, I know what Fields is. I know his prospect. I know his upside. I'd rather have him straight up than Watson right now. And I think when I get to a deal like this, I don't care if it's best ball or lineup, a third and Brevin Jordan. Like if that's what it takes for me to get off of the the landmine, uh, you could have him. Yeah, we did a Brevin Jordan show, a Scott right. Connor special. <laughs> right. Yep. Scott Connor himself has made this exact deal. Uh, not not exact. I don't know if the third was involved, but Watson, and, right. Watson and Brevin for, for Fields. I like the deal for Scott, and I like the deal for Melo. Even if you toss in the third, I'm cool with that. Just whatever it takes to kind of grease the wheels and get this over the finish line. Mm-hmm. Brevin Jordan is a guy I'm okay betting against. I, I right, right. We did the whole podcast on him, right? The, the Brevin Jordan podcast, that's a guy I'm willing to bet against. Not because I hate the guy or I have anything personal. It's just like Scott has mentioned, those type of tight ends rarely ever hit or return like meaningful production. And if he does kind of hit with his profile, you can buy back in later. So if I'm going to make that bet in my other leagues and send him away, I'm very cool with just tacking him onto some deal like this to get the thing I want, because I definitely want fields over Watson straight up. Not a question. And if at all, like, like you had said, Adam, if all it takes is Brevin Jordan and a third, just kind of grease the wheels to make him feel better to, to push it over, even in a best ball where I usually like just to stack assets, right. fuck it, man. I'll send it because I know what Justin Fields is going to give me this year, and I believe in him long term. And, and another real quick point, even in best ball, I want you to think about this. If you are a team that needs to contend, boy, making this now is so safe, and you've given up so little to yes. guarantee a quarterback all season. That still has a rushing floor. I don't know if his upside is crazy elite, but his he has some upside because his floor is legit. And this is all you have to pay is Brevin Jordan and a twenty three third to get off of a landmine. If you're a contender, Justin Watt, or uh, Deshaun Watson may not give you anything. So yeah, like Je- Mello, great move for you in my opinion. Love it, bravo, Mello. We don't get to say it much on this show, but we appreciate you for this one. Good job, May- buddy. Maybe Mello will start talking to us again. Love you, Mello. <laughs> Maybe we will get back in his good graces. All right, last one we got here. We got DK Metcalf and DeAndre Swift being acquired for Kyle Pitts, David Bell, and Brees Hall. Now, the David Bell one, uh, there's something that doesn't fit in this deal, and he's the guy, but the rest of these pieces are some big boy pieces. You want DK Metcalf and DeAndre Swift, Adam, or do you want Kyle Pitts, David Bell, and Brees Hall? So for me, I would say this one's pretty easy. Um, I'll just do it like this. Personally, I'd probably lean slightly Pitts over Swift, but to me, that you can basically wash those two for me, like based on my values and kind of what ADP says. And then I don't care what ADP says, but it, it also is agreeing with me currently that it's Brees Hall over DK Metcalf. The weird part, when speaking of something that doesn't belong, is somehow they're getting the David Bell Plus, too. Yeah. So, um, Broken Bottle has got the glue, and he's uh, he's fixed that bottle up. The bottle's intact now. So, way to go. Kyle Pitts, David Bell, Brees Hall, easy. You hit it on the head when I was looking at this trade and trying to break it down for me. ADP-wise, Pitts and Swift, whoever you want. If you like Swift or you like Pitts, tight end premium, non-tight end premium, the ADP we're going off of, they're still literally like neck and neck right next to each other. Right. If you want one or the other, I don't give a shit. Like pick one. Okay. So they're that close where I just cancel them the fuck out. Right. Like if I saw a deal that got traded one for one right now, I'd be like, I, hell, I don't know, man. I don't, 
care how much like context you provide on this. I don't know who the hell I would pick. So we'll just knock them out of the deal and they knock it off. And like you said, then Brees Hall for DK Metcalf. Well, market says Brees Hall. My heart says Brees Hall. My head says Brees Hall. My bourbon says Brees Hall. <laughs> My UV blue says Brees Hall. And you just get David Bell like thrown in like, geez, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. DK is fine. You know, you and I haven't, haven't dunked on him as much. And like, I went out and got him. You saw him in the first one. Like, I like him more than most people, but market shit all over him right now. Well, and, and, and Brees Hall is so much higher than he is. God, man, give, give me the running back for my running back over wide receiver thing. Give me the, the player that the market tells me. Give me the value of Brees Hall. And, and then and, you're just going to give me a free David Bell as well. Well, this is the crazy part. We we both think so similarly. We did this the same way. I, I'll, I'm going to give you another way you could look at this, which really tells you the craziness of it. So DeAndre Swift and Brees Hall are going three picks different in ADP. That's it? Oh, wow. So if you're okay. telling me that I have to trade back from 207 to 210. And it's going to cost me a David Bell. And you're and what you're going to do is, so think about this. If I just went startup picks, this is where I think the 4D process real quick before we get out of here is a, is a good thing to think about. DeAndre Swift says 207. Brees Hall says 210 on the startup side, okay? Three picks, and I still get a running back that I really like. Cool. Now what's crazy is Kyle Pitts is a early second as well, or a late first. 201, 112, whatever you want to say. DK Metcalf's a third. And then David Bell. So you're getting a first and 210 for 207 and 310, and you're getting the plus. Like, this, this is just... I don't care how you slice it, carve it, whatever you put on the toppings. This is gross. Yeah, David Bell does not influence, make, or break the steal for me at all. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, well, he's in there for free. Cool. Right, right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Like, if you take him completely out, I still want the Pitts and Brees Hall side. I yeah. still want that. Easy. And, like, you you broke it down there. Like, if you think Swift and Brees Hall are similar, right, and you're going to trade back a few spots, well, maybe that's where David Bell comes into. Here's your plus. Okay, I get it. So now if we go to the other part and you compare Pitts and Metcalf, it's like that's not a comparison here. It's not even close. We were just talking about with Nick about it. Like, is Kyle Pitts the most unattainable asset in Dynasty? Apparently not. (laughs) Apparently apparently if you've got DK Metcalf and DeAndre Swift, you send Pitts away and then you (laughs) attach Brees Hall and and David Bell to it. I, I don't get it. But whatever. Hey. Give me the Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, David Bell side. I love that one for him. Good job, Broken Bottle. Easy. The Broken Bottle is fixed. And I think uh, that's all the deals we have today. I I appreciate you guys tapping into us again. Love doing these deals. And, man, the patrons keep bringing us some really good deals for us to review. Hell, yeah. As as always, I didn't touch on it earlier, but if you want these on here, patreon.com forward slash South Harmony gets you into our Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas gets you into Destination Debbie. Two different trade channels in there. Post away. I will go through and pick and choose and come here to entertain you every week, every Monday. But we thank you so much for tapping in. We're going to let you bounce out of here. This went a little bit longer, but we had nine good deals. And, of course, I got to kick it off with a uh, multi-layered deal, right, Adam? We got to go two-part, yeah. two a two-part. That's my bad. It's a multi-layered cake with McNutted. So we appreciate it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.